Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Nothing is impossible when you trust Him in His word. Harking to the voice of God to be Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone And rest upon His word For everything, oh everything Yes, everything is possible with God When you trust in His word In the word that is about to come to you Hearken to the voice that is about to preach to you There is nothing too hard for God In God alone and rest upon His word For everything, oh everything Yes, everything is possible Hallelujah. Lift your hands in the presence of the Lord. As the year draws to a close, you want to thank God for life. Yes, Lord. Just lift your hands and thank God for life. Thank you for life. Thank God for life. Thank you for life. Thank God for life. Yes, Lord. Thank you. You may not have gotten everything that you purposed. But thank God for life. Even as you show gratefulness to God, who can tell what God will do? In the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year, you were confused. You didn't even know what to do, where to live, what to eat, how it's going to be. But we are in November. And November is ending very soon by the grace of God. I want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, I appreciate you. I don't have everything that I've desired, but I still appreciate you. I still adore you. The Bible says, I will give thanks to the Lord for his good and his mercies endureth forever. By the mercies of God, you are alive today. By the mercies of God, 19th of November has met you by the mercies of God. Not because of anything that you are or you've done, but all by the message of God. Just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. When Jesus healed the lepers, one came back to say thank you. And Jesus said to him, That you are made whole. You are made whole. You are made whole. You are made whole. So this morning, even as you thank God, the same word is coming to you. The Spirit is saying to you, 
that you are made whole. Because you came to thank God. Because you opened your mouth to thank God. Because you showed appreciation for God taking care of you from January, February, March, April, May, and June. July, August, he was with you. September, he was with you. October, he was with you. Now it's November. You want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now yesterday, you didn't go to bed without eating. You ate something yesterday. It's a good place to say thank you. You are in church today. It's a good thing to say thank you. It's not everybody who is in church. It's not everybody who started the year who is still around. But you want to say thank you. I appreciate you, Lord. I give you the thanks. I magnify you. I adore you, Lord, for who you are and for all that you do. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. express our thanks to you. Yes, Lord. And with a grateful heart, we say thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. And on this day, we find ourselves in church. Wow. We find ourselves alive. Yes. We pray, Lord, that this morning you will speak to us once again. Touch every heart. Yes. Touch every individual. Yes, Lord. Let none leave here the same. Amen. Every issue every unsolvable issue that we came with thank you that it is solved even by opening our mouth to say thank you Lord we know it is solved for with you for with you nothing is impossible and so we are grateful Lord thank you Holy Spirit for your presence thank you for everything in Jesus name let everyone say amen Clap your hands to the Lord. And you may sit on top of your enemies. Hallelujah. Well, I think the choir sang very powerfully. And um, what do you call the, the stars? The stars. Do we have moons also? The stars also sound very powerfully. What's the criteria to join the stars? Audition. Okay. 
Must be a star. Bishop Dennis is asking whether he wants to be, can to join. So clap for the stars. When you were clapping, I saw some people not clapping. And that's why I'm saying, and they are now clapping. Some people are envious, so they didn't clap. As you clap, if you are in the main choir, you also a star. Amen. You know, at times when somebody is singing, then you see in your head, I can sing better. You go, come and try and see. You see how you'll be fumbling. Hallelujah. But next week is Swollen Sunday. Amen. And we're going to swell as a church. We began to talk about make yourself saviors of men. Amen. And the key scripture there is Obadiah 121. It's not Obadiah, it's Obadiah. Amen. <laughs> it says, and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Amen. Remember that Jesus Christ also came as a savior of man. That is the purpose for which he came. He said, for this purpose I came. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 2 and verse 11, it says, for unto us is born this day in the city of David a savior which is Christ the Lord. Amen. So you may be saying to yourself that look, if Jesus Christ is a savior, then how come we are saying that we should also become saviors of men. By you know, in um, Paul writing to the Romans in 8 verse 29, Paul said something there. Amen. Amen. How many of us want to be like Jesus? Yes. I mean, there are some who don't want to be. I don't know about my, fan, my friend Ernest. Is that your hands are heavy or what? But how many of us really want to be like Jesus? You know, it's God's purpose for you to be like Jesus. Amen. In verse 28 of Romans 8, the Bible says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Hallelujah. And to give you, how are you? I'm between my mommy. He said, To them who are the called according to his purpose. Then he goes on to say, That for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. To be conformed to the image of his son. God wants you to be like Jesus. Amen. Not that he just wants you to be, but God has planned it. Amen. God has predetermined. Hallelujah. You know, if there are many people, maybe he's a, uh, an accountant or a doctor, and he wants his child to also be a doctor. Is that the case? Is it... Uh, and off something to think about it's not at all it's very normal, it's very natural hallelujah and I think it's also very spiritual amen that God wants you and I to be like Jesus so he says that for whom he did foreknow he also predestinates to be conformed to the image of his son so if the son of God eh the son of God, if his purpose, eh, as we read from Luke, was to be the savior of men, 
then you and I also ought to be saviors of men. Amen? I say amen. amen. You cannot be a Christian because you are following the name Jesus Christ. That's where we derive our, our name, Christians. Are you with me? You are not a, a, a Josephian or like from Joseph or something. But if you want to use somebody's name, then decide to at least do what the person wants you to do. At least. Amen? Amen? Amen. Decide to look like the person. Hallelujah. And not you just deciding to look like, but that is also God's purpose. As Paul is saying here. Are you with me? He said that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So if God makes you and I to conform to Jesus Christ's image, okay, then we become brothers, one with Christ. We become a family. Amen? And the family, Jesus, is the firstborn of the family. Hallelujah. Many people have senior brothers who they look up to. How come you are not looking up to Jesus? Eh? <laughs> Many people have senior brothers. Is that the case? You look up to your senior brother. Especially if your senior brother is abroad. Hmm? It's abroad. You are waiting to finish either your A-levels or your whatever they do these days. Or to finish university, so your senior brother will send you tickets and a letter to the Canadian embassy or the U.S. embassy and a bank statement. Pray that your senior brother has a bank statement. Amen. So I'm saying that in the natural, hmm? in the natural, the Bible says, "Does not even nature teach us?" So nature teaches us a lot of things. So as in the natural, it happens. It should also be in the spiritual where you and I determine because that is God's plan. He has predestinated us to be conformed to the image of his dear son. Amen? I mean, you are the way your head looks. If you are, if you are like Jesus, won't you be happy? Eh? It's not a happy thing. The way our, our, our behavior is, if somebody says we are like Jesus, it's a happy thing. You know, the other day somebody insulted me on Facebook, he really insulted me. And in the insult, he said, I'm like my father, Bishop Dad. And then the, ins then the insults followed. You know, now I was very happy. <laughs> I was very happy to be. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great compliment. <laughs> he said, I'm like my father, Bishop Dad. And then the insult, he insulted me about three things, very powerful three things. <laughs> but I wasn't caring much about the insult. All I was caring about the fact that he said, I'm like. He said, a typical son like Bishop, like me and Jedu Ama, you know, then he, insults followed. It's a powerful thing. Are, are, are you with me? I'm not even worthy to be, to be, to be uh, you know, insulted like that. <laughs> Amen. Then in verse 29, he said, for whom he did foreknow he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. He said, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Many are called. Say to your neighbor, you are called. Say you are called. And whom he called, them he also justified. If somebody has justified you, it's a very powerful thing. Amen. Because you see, we are sinners and we have so many flaws with us. So if God has justified you, it's a very great thing. Are you with me? Then he said, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. 
Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I mean, the way I'm looking that, I'm told that God has glorified me. Oh, it's a very powerful thing. And what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. So Jesus Christ came and his purpose was to be a savior of men. Hallelujah. And I think at the end of last week's service, my bishop, uh, Dennis gave us, you know, um, he was telling us about the last words. Why the sound change? He was telling about the last words of any man. Ominous words. Amen. And Jesus' last words, they are the words that we've coined as and called the Great Commission. Hallelujah. When, when somebody is about to die and is telling you something, those things are very important. Very, very important. You cannot do otherwise. Are you with me? Are you with me? The last testament. It's like a will. That is why no matter what people do, look, when you do your will and they bring the will, they put it down. Charlie, everybody's quiet. Everybody shuts up. Irrespective of the tradition of the area, the family, whatever. When somebody is dead and he has said this, Charlie, because if you don't follow it, the person will come after you. <laughs> Amen. The person will come after you. Are you understand what I'm saying? And so Jesus' last words is what we find in all the gospels. It's in the gospels and also it's in Acts. Are you with me? And then in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19, that's when Jesus Christ spoke about it. That go ye therefore into the world eh, and teach all nations. What's our scripture for today? That was it. 28:18. Yeah. Go ye therefore into the world and teach all nations, mm, baptizing them in the name of the Father, etc., etc. So he said, go ye. And interestingly, all the gospel writers picked what Jesus Christ said. It means that it's something that, you know, there are some miracles and things that he did that only maybe John wrote or Matthew wrote or somebody else wrote. But this particular one, they all spoke about it. Amen? Teaching people, making disciples out of people, going through the world. It's very, very important. If you are a Christian, then those words must be important to you. Do you understand what I mean? If you're a wife, your husband's words must be important to you. If you're a student, your teacher's words must be important to you. Children, when they start going to school, they even tend to obey their teachers more than their parents. When you say something, they say, my teacher said this. So you, the father, you are in trouble. Because the child goes to school and he spends like, what, eight hours or seven hours with the teacher every day. And you, you are sitting there watching TV. And you think you can give the child instruction. No. What the teacher says to the child, speaks to the child, say, my teacher said this. My teacher said we shouldn't eat this. My teacher said we should do this. My teacher said we should sleep early. I mean, so the words of people eh, who you look up to, they are very, very, very important. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So we are saying that in Matthew, the great commission was given on the Mount of Galilee. After his resurrection, when he was instructing them in Matthew chapter 28, he was just about to go and he gave those commissions. 
Again, in Mark, the great commission was given eh, when he appeared to the disciples at dinner time. You know, when people are eating, they are very relaxed. Amen? You should always have food around your work. Jesus Christ was always eating. That's why the, uh, the Pharisees said he's a, he's a glutton. So always eating. You know, did you know that? Did you know that the Pharisees were accusing that his disciples are always eating? Yes. Because when there is food, there is relaxation. Amen? Drinking wine. That's Bishop Ima. <laughs> when there's food, there's what? Relaxation. Hallelujah. That's why when we go for funerals and things, after everything is done, there's food. So at least you can relax and forget about the sorrows for a moment. Amen. When there is food, when there's, and when there's relaxation, whatever is being said registers very powerfully. So Jesus Christ at dinner time told them again, he said, after what he appeared unto the eleven, as they sat at meat, Mark chapter 16, verse 14. And he abraded them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was raised. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. And that is why next week we want to go into all the world. Amen? We can't go to Lagos or anywhere. Our world is any place like 10 miles radius or any place we can reach out to. Our world, eh, everybody has to know his or her world. Your workplace is your world. Amen? Your, your, your home where you live is your world. Hallelujah. The people you do business with, they are your world. Amen? So everyone has a world. Say to your neighbor, you have a world. You have a world. And here he said, go ye where? Into all the world. All the world. So you have to go into all your worlds. Amen? Amen. Your workplace is your world. Where you live in your, is your world. Eh? Your family members are your world. Eh? The, where you go and shop and buy tomatoes and things, it is your world. I mean, the tomato seller that you buy tomatoes from, he really appreciates your, 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 your business. And if you are saying, come, let's go to church, he will follow you. Because you'll be afraid that if you don't come next week, you'll not come and buy the tomatoes there. Where you cut your hair, it's your world. Isn't the case? Where you wash your car. Because some of you wash your car every Saturday morning. At least you go and pack your car and you read newspapers whilst they are washing your car. It is your world. Amen? Luna, which other world is your world? Your customers, those who have signed on. Eh? For insurance, they are all your world. Hallelujah. Charles, do you have a world? Eh? <laughs> Dube, do you have a world? Where's your world? Your clients, the people you build for. That Indian man you are building his house. Eh? And then that rich man who you are building a flat for. Eh? He and his children, they are your world. Next week, I want to see them here. Amen? Is my friend here today? It's not here. Huh? They are all your world. Do you understand? Do you think when Mark was talking, who was he talking to? He was talking to us. Lamien, where is your world? Workplace. Where do you work? Huh? Yes. All the clients who come, they are your world. Amen? And to give you also have a world. Brother Jam has a world. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You didn't intend to remind me of what? 
Amen. So we all have a world. Eh? Lady Reverend Josephine, you have a world. All those patients that you have been nice to, eh? They mention your name. You, did you see? Oh, Nessie, or a nice. Or a nice, no. It, does, it shouldn't end there. Right. Hallelujah. He said, go into all the world. So everybody must go into their world. Hallelujah. I said, everybody must go into their world. Amen. Each person has about five or six worlds that you must to go into and preach the gospel to every creature. If you can't preach to them, you are going into your world and bringing them to church. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a smile. Wonderful. Amen. So, Luke also spoke about it. He said, Luke's great commission was given at dinner in Jerusalem. Eh? It's a very long scripture from Luke chapter 24 in Jerusalem. Luke was also given. He also gave it. There is even John. In John where Jesus Christ asked Peter, do you love me? He said, feed my sheep. Feed my lamb. God has called us to feed people. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The Bible says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Amen. So you should thank God that you are in a place where you are always being encouraged to do good works. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Then in Acts chapter 1, again verse 8, Jesus uh, Christ again spoke to them. Is that not the case? Yeah. I said all power is given unto me. Go into the way. He shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is coming upon you and you shall be witnesses. 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 You see, we have left witnessing to uh, a group called Jehovah's Witness. Are you with me? Look, what they know best is what they are doing. Hallelujah. How about you? When they come to your house, then you run and, you run and go and hide. <laughs> How about you? Are you also going to somebody's house? They come with their book awake. Amen? I tell you, they are doing something very great in terms of their practice. Forget about what they say. But in terms of their practice, they are going. Eh? They are practicing an akazo. And you laugh at them. Meanwhile, Jesus Christ has said to you and I that we should go to the highways and the byways and compel people to come into the church. But we are not doing it. But we are going to do it from today. And on Swollen Sunday, we want to see it being done. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, tell me your, tell me your four wells. Just ask. You are too quiet on me this morning. Ask your neighbor, tell me your four wells. Are you not asking your neighbor, I'm coming to listen to your neighbor's four wells. Are you telling her your four wells? Go on. You don't have a neighbor. If you have five, you don't have a neighbor, look behind you or in front of you. They may also be five. Are you, is he telling you her wells? What are her wells? Her house, her work, uh-huh. her client, we clients. You have to ask questions, not just you say clients and then you accept it. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And so you and I, we're going to follow what God wants us to follow. Amen. Not what we want for ourselves. Are you with me? Second Timothy chapter 1, chapter 3. Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. He said, know this also. Hmm? You see, we've been taught something to do. 
But then there is a contrary thing that we are doing. Hmm? He said, know this also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Now, I'm going to explain to you why you are not being a savior of men. Because you are only thinking about yourself to save yourself. You are, you see, you are being like the Pharisees. When Jesus Christ was hanging on the cross, they said what? Save yourself and save us. So you are taking the instructions of the Pharisees instead of the instructions of Jesus. They said to him that save yourself and then save us. Jesus Christ did not mind them. But you and I are minding them. Look, he said, put the scripture back. Back to verse 1. I have not finished verse 1. Why are you jumping? This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Are we in perilous times? We are in perilous times. When Ghana, we cannot see where the, uh, is it United Nations, COVID, COVID donation, where it went to? We cannot see it. It's perilous times. <laughs> Amen. Where are, look, at the rate at which we are going, in two, three years' time, there will not be a, a single good road in Ghana, I'm telling you. It's perilous. You drive your car through, when you are going home, then you are even annoyed because of the perilous potholes you are going to go through. Difficulty. People are paid, you know, it's not easy. Look at the war. In, in, in the Middle East. Now, nobody hears about Ukraine. Hey, it's very wonderful. No, why the fight is still going on? No. <laughs> the focus has shifted. Eh? Before, before Ukraine, it was COVID. Perilous. We were afraid. We couldn't come to church. When you come to church, you have covered your face. Hmm? We, we're sitting two by two. Some of you are still sitting, COVID sitting in this church. We are no more sitting COVID comically. We are sitting, we can sit together. Amen. But he said, in the last days, perilous times. And what is the, you see, because now there are no jobs. People want to advance, get do MBA and all those things. So that perhaps they stand a better chance than those who don't have MBA. We are in perilous times. Where university graduates are driving taxi, Uber. It's not easy. It's not easy. So we are in perilous times. And what happens in set times? Verse 2. It says, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Hmm? Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. Members of the church don't even want to employ people in the church. When they employ, you are going to disgrace them. I hear the stories every day. But please, continue to employ them. At least they are born again. <laughs> Bible says we should be good to, the, <laughs> to people, especially those of the household of faith. Amen? But the previous times, the reason why you don't, you are not the savior of men, the reason why you are not interested in coming, like this afternoon, we are doing float or something, eh? This after we are go, we are going out to to create awareness, amen, of our swollen Sunday. The reason why you don't participate in these things is because of the perilous times, because you have worked so hard in the week, 
Then is he a conflict? You know, it's perilous times. Things are not easy. Put my scripture back. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Yeah. Instead of lovers of others. God Jesus Christ did not save himself. He came to save the world. If he had saved himself, that would have been the end of the world. But when they made that suggestion, he didn't mind them. And so you and I should also not mind them. Amen? Instead of being saviors of ourselves. Let's go on. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Verse 4. Without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent fears, despises of those that are good. Go on. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. What did Jesus Christ say to Peter? Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my flock. Hallelujah. So if you are not a lover of self, but a lover of Jesus Christ, you will feed others. I'm not talking about giving them a Friday arm, but you feed them with the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by everything that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Put my scripture back, I think in verse 4 we are now. Go back to verse 4. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures. Eh? Pleasures. Hey! Not one pleasure. Lovers of what? Pleasures. You love Sunday afternoon to go out with your family. It is nice. It is nice. Amen? Because the whole week you have been busy working. And you say, ah, you say we should love our wives and children. I've not said so. But I'm saying that if one Sunday, okay, one Sunday, you do something that shows that you love God. I think it is worth it. Amen? It is worth it. Because you cannot continue in the pleasures and also love God. Verse 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. You see, from such turn away. Having a form of what? Godliness. He said that ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be my witnesses. Amen? So we as Christians, we have a form of godliness. But the power in Christianity is the power to witness. Amen? So having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Listen, it is this same power that God gives to you to make you wealthy. Because it's God who gives you the ability to make wealth. It's power. Hallelujah. Power to cast out devils out of your life. Power to cast out sickness out of your life. Amen. But that power has a foundation. That power has a genesis. That power has a beginning. And the beginning of that power is what Jesus said in Acts 1 8 that ye shall receive power. And he shall be my witnesses. Amen. Most of us don't have a foundation. We don't have a foundation. The foundation of the Christian power is as one is. That's the foundation. And so everything that you build, that you don't take care of the foundation, you are wasting your time. The storm will come. The wind will blow. 
and you see that the thing that you are building will not stand because it doesn't have the foundation. And I'm saying the foundation of our Christianity is power to be a witness. Somebody say hallelujah for me. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen? Yeah. Revelations chapter 3 and verse 14. Now listen. He said the love of ourselves and the love of money have made us the lowest types of Christians that have ever lived on the face of the earth. The love of ourselves and the love of money. Amen? Amen. We have more knowledge, more resources, more money, and more grace than any other generation. I mean, look at the proliferation of churches today. Churches are able to buy cinema places, buy, buy halls, because there's money that God has released. Amen? I said amen. amen. However, despite all this, we have become very, very inward looking as a church. We come to warm the queues, the pews, and that is it. And we become very lukewarm. Revelations. Give me that scripture. Chapter 3, from verse 14. And unto the angels of the church of the Laodiceans writes, These things say the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. It says, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. You see, in Laodicea, it's a very, very, very rich and prosperous place. Now, one of the main problems that they had there is that the water flow in Laodicea was very, very, very bad. They don't have, they don't have good drinking water. And so, they, and so they created avenues for good drinking water to come to the place. I'm just giving you the basis and the, and the foundation for what Jesus Christ said. Now, there are two sources of water that comes to the inhabitants. And this source of water comes from various means. Okay, now by the time the water reach goes through muddy places, by the time it reaches Laodicea, it's not a, it's not a nice water. It's it, it's not cold. Meanwhile, we have spring water, which is very cold and nice. Amen. And it's not hot that you can do tea with, but it is lukewarm. So when the people drink it, they spew it out because it's not nice water. Now let's go back to the scripture. He said, I know thy way that thou art neither cold nor hot. I, thou wert that uh, cold or hot. Go back. Verse 16. So then, because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. So he was using the water that was flowing into the city to tell them something. That in the same way that you spew this water out, because it's not nice. Not nice like a spring water, nice cool stream water that has gone through rocks and things. And the way when you taste it, bam, what is this? He was saying the same that look, you are like this spring water, this, uh, this water. I will spew you out of my mouth. That's what God is saying. He said, if you are not hot for Him, see some of you, you eat lukewarm chicken, it's full of animals. When they serve you, when you go to place, they serve you and it's not hot, don't eat it. Amen. You get diarrhea. You're always getting sore throat. Because when something is lukewarm, 
That is where animals thrive. You can see the animals, gems, eh? gems and microorganisms. They thrive in set temperature. Amen. They thrive in set temperature. Look warm, watch it. Eh? That's look. If we run a test right now, a lot of people may have a typhoid because of the things that we eat from outside. Look, when you go and buy watch, eh? Heat it as if you are now cooking the watch afresh. I'm telling you. Because it's full of animals. If you like, take a strong microscope and look, you'll see the animals. But we don't see them. So God wants us to be hot for him. Amen. I said God wants us to be what? To be hot for him. Not lukewarm. Hallelujah. Let's go on on that scripture. 17. Because thou seest I'm rich and increased with goods and I've need nothing and knoweth not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Go on. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Hallelujah. You see, gold can go anywhere. When you have gold, small but very valuable. Hallelujah. When you disciple something to, somebody to Christ, it's comparable to you having a gold ornament. Amen. Because that disciple, that you have disciple to Christ, what God can use the person to do for you, it crosses borders. It goes beyond your imagination. Hallelujah. It goes beyond your imagination. Next verse. Go back, to, go on. 19, I'm ending that one quickly. 19. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Say, be zealous therefore and repent. God wants us to repent as a church. Hallelujah. He wants us to repent as a church. Amen. Amen. In churches these days that everything is preached except salvation. Yeah. You can go around and see how many churches even do. When you go for Thanksgiving service in some church, you see they do things like Otako. It doesn't happen. We are not interested in it. One day, a member of this church was having a wedding in another church. He was going to marry somebody from a church. And he proposed to the pastor of the church that, uh, I mean, they were trying to see who should preach, who should do this. They said, oh, my pastor can come and preach. The, man, the pastor there said, oh, I mean, I, I don't want any pastor from Lighthouse to come and do altar call here. I'm telling you here. Where did you come and do altar call? I'm telling you. I don't know the pastor, but where the church is. So I don't want any pastor from Lighthouse to come and preach at the wedding too that you are doing altar call. It's like, <laughs> it's like altar call is only for um, crusade on the streets or on the park but not in the church. Yes, it is good we are known for that. Amen. I said amen. Now in closing, let me give you some five secrets of soul winning. Number one, he that winners soul is wise. Proverbs eleven thirteen. So the fruit of the righteous is the tree of life and he that winners soul is wise. So even as you invite people to soul in Sunday next week, wisdom is yours in the name of Jesus. I said, wisdom is yours in the name of Jesus. Number two, the wise shall inherit glory. 
Proverbs 3.35, the wine shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. Number three, soul winning will preserve you. Soul winning. The wise act, soul winning, it will preserve you. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 18. Say, then shall ye return and descend between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth not. There is always a difference. Amen? I said, there's always a difference between those who serve God and those who don't serve God. By the grace of God, look at this ministry. Look at the crusade. We are, we are going to the next season of crusades in Angola and Congo. You know? And if you watch the crusades, you will see that a lot of resources have gone into it. Tracks that are moving. People that are moving. Equipment. It's a blessing of the Lord. Amen. I said what? It is the blessing of the Lord. And as these things go on, the church is not getting poorer. The church keeps on going on. The church keeps on going on. The church keeps on going on. So even in these perilous times, as the church is going on to do the things that God wants us to do, God is blessing the church. God is blessing the church. And I want to charge you to build a church building in your lifetime. Yeah. To build what? A church building in your lifetime. Very soon we are crossing the 500, eh? Have we crossed 500? Now they move it to 1,000 to give you a chance. There are people here who have built a church on their own. $10,000. The money is going straight to build a church. Build a church building in your time. Remember the story of Cornelius. So what? He has built us a synagogue. Hallelujah. Number four. I've given you number four already. Number four. Soul winning. Inviting people to swollen Sunday will make you shine like one of the stars. So those who were standing here, they say they are costers. If you don't add soul winning to your, your, your life, it's only Sister uh, Epilina who will call you stars. But in heaven, you will not be recognized as stars. I'm telling you. But when you make soul winning, you see, you don't have to come and stand on the stage and, and, and sing to become a star. Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. They that be what? Wise. They that be wise. They that be what? Wise. They shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Do you want to be a star? I said, do you want to be a star? You see, as the year is drawing to a close, your workplace don't even recognize you as a star. You have worked very hard this year. But they are not even recognizing you. As they are looking at the annual bonus, it's like, they don't, I mean, your name is not in the people who are going to get anything. I say, your name is not in the list of people who are going to get anything. But I'm telling you that as you become a wise soul winner, eh, you are a star in the eyes of God. I will prefer to be a star in the eyes of God than a star in the eyes of men. Even whatever they give you, cry. This day, do they still give uh, clock? Work clock. Long service hour, they give you work clock. Instead of you serving the house of God for God to bless you, you give yourself to PWD and GNTC, all sorts of companies. And what are the company? Railways and what else? 
Eh? GNTC bottling. Lottery. Ghana Lottery. Melcom. Glamour. Fidelity Bank. GNTC. Then when you are retiring, they give you half-piece Dumas cloth and a war clock. Serve God, God will take care of you. Amen. I said, when you serve God, God will take care of you. Amen. God will take care of you. They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Finally, number five, so winning will make you receive wages. John chapter 4, verse 36. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth first on, unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Amen. I said, amen. amen. I said, amen. amen. Revelations 22, 14. Blessed are they that do his commandments. That they may have right to the tree of life. I don't know what is the tree of life. But it must be a very, very good thing. Amen. When you eat the tree of life, you live forever. Hallelujah. In, it, in, in eternal joy. People don't recognize you here on earth. Serve God. God will recognize you. I say God will recognize you. That they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Hallelujah. So I've just tried to encourage you with these five things. Eh? That as you become saviors of men. Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. God is not an unrighteous person. You and I may be unrighteous. We make promises we don't keep. But God is not like that. God is not unrighteous. Whatever he has said, he will do. That's why in Malachi 3.18, he said, we shall return and we shall see the difference between the righteous and the wicked. Between those who serve God and those who serve him not. May you be one of the people who serve God. I said, may you be one of the people who serve God. May you, may you be one of the people who would invite people to swollen Sunday. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. And remember what Mark said. We all have people who we can bring. God bless you. Rise on your feet.
a minute to open your mouth. Establish a covenant with God. And next week, Lord, help me. The people I've targeted to bring. Help me, Lord, to achieve that target. And to even oversee the target. Pray. Pray. There's grace here this morning. There's grace. There's grace. Pray for boldness. That comes from the Spirit. Pray for boldness. That comes from the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. We pray for boldness, Lord. We pray for boldness to help us. We pray for boldness, Lord. Grace to help. Grace to help. Grace to help. In the name of Jesus. Grace to help. Grace to help, Lord. Grace to help. Grace to help. Grace to help. Grace to help. You are targeted to bring somebody. You are targeted to invite somebody. want to pray that the Holy Spirit himself will help you. He will help you. He will help you. He will help you to achieve, to do that which you are purpose to do. The Bible says that it is God who is awake in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Pray as you have will. Pray that God will cause you to will. God will cause you to will. God will cause you to will. In the name of Jesus. Laba, Shaba. Laba, Shaba. Laba, Shaba. Kame, Laba. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. With every eye closed, maybe somebody invited you here this morning, or maybe you came on your own, or maybe you have been coming, but you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. The Bible says that it shall come to pass that anyone, it means that anyone could be a thief, could be a prostitute, could be a doctor, could be a minor, could be an adult. Anyone who shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. This morning I want to make a commitment to God. I want to make a commitment to God. Wherever you are, with every eye closed, just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. Lift it very high. God bless you. God bless you. It's always better late than never. God bless you. God bless you. I want to make the Jesus Christ the Lord and Master of my life. God bless you. I've lifted your hand. I want you to come to me right now. Just come. Come on. Come around. Come around. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus.
blood of Jesus is still flowing. Maybe you are shy. But no, Jesus Christ said something. He said, if you confess me before men, I will confess you before my father. I said, if you deny me before men, so will I deny you before my father. Almost everybody that Jesus Christ called, he called them publicly. He said to Zacchaeus, come. Zacchaeus came. This morning, you want to say, Pastor, I'm sorry I was shy. You want to say, Satan, you can't hold me back. Wherever you are, just walk to the front. Walk to the front before we pray. The next 10 seconds, you want to say, Pastor, I want to surrender. I want to surrender. Don't think about your friend by you. You are not important. You are the most important person. And the Bible says that when Jesus Christ was born, wise men came looking for him. It's only the wise who follow Jesus. I want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I'm praying the next five seconds. Come running to the mercy seat. Those of you in front here, just lift your two hands to the Lord. Sign of surrender. Pray this prayer. Make it your own prayer. I'm only leading you. Say, Heavenly Father. I thank you for Jesus who died for me. This morning, I come to you and I ask you to please forgive me of all my sins and wash me in the blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life so that one day, one day, one day, when I die, I will be with you. Help me to be a good Christian. Help me to come to church always. Help me not to backslide. Help me, Lord. I want you to open your mouth. Just pray for yourself now. Pray for yourself. Pray. Just pray for yourself. I've helped you to pray. Tell God what you want to tell God. 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 Tell him. Talk to him. Tell him. What do you want to tell him? Tell him. Maybe there's some sin, particular sin that, you know, you are, you are unable to you know, overcome. Mention it to God right now. Mention it to God. He's going to help you. He's going to help you. He's going to help you to overcome. Father, we thank you. And we give you the glory. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.